0: Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Comfort Zone, the podcast that redefines personal and professional development, guiding you through change, the easy way, so that you can live your best life. And my name is Adam Kowalik. As the oldest of five siblings coming from a family with a history of uh, substance abuse and career criminality... I've had my fair share of moments when I've wished people close to me would change. And countless times have I wanted to help them in more ways than I possibly could. I've asked myself over and over, how can I help someone who doesn't want help? How do you change someone else? In my profession as a life coach, I hear the same question being asked by the people I work with. They too have people they care about and that they want to help without knowing how. They feel frustrated or even hopeless because their loved ones aren't willing to accept their help or are willing to change. I believe you know what I will say to this never-ending struggle of trying to help someone who doesn't want to be helped. The short answer is this. You simply can't help someone who is unwilling to be helped, nor can you change someone else. Firstly, people change if and when they are willing and ready to change. This is not up to you. At best, you can possibly influence them. And in the end, it is their decision. And secondly... I want to focus on this situation of wanting to help when there is an unwillingness to accept help. What is really going on here when you start feeling frustrated or hopeless due to someone's unwillingness to accept your help? In my experience, I see how 1. You think they are broken and in need of fixing and 2. You think you know what is right for them and that you can be their saviour. And by the way, there's no judgment here from me. I'll be the first to admit to having had the exact same way of looking at the people I care about, my family and friends, all in the name of love. I too saw them as broken and in need of being fixed, and convinced that I had the answers and that I was able to help them. I'm not sure if you're aware, but people tend not to appreciate it when you view them as broken or in need of fixing. People aren't very often inclined to entertain other people's needs to be heroes and saviors. Instead, what I've come to see, and what I'm inviting you to see in this conversation, is that as human beings, as these soulful beings, we're all made well. We were born perfect and with everything we need. You've heard me say before how our natural and neutral state is a state of well-being. It's our birthright. We are all equal, whole and complete. When things seem to be any different, what is going on is the fact that we have left our innate state of well-being, peace and harmony. And again, if your natural state is wholeness, then the only thing going on here is that you think you're not. Not whole, that is. You think that you're not complete and that you're not already perfect. And so you start feeling your thinking and end up feeling that you're broken or that something is missing. Remember, you're simply experiencing your thinking, feeling your thinking, but it's not true. Unless it's true that you were born incomplete, broken or somehow inadequate, which is absolutely not true. And if you still think that, please, please reach out to me and let's have a conversation about it. You will find a link to my private WhatsApp in the show notes. So, if it's true that we are all equal, whole and complete, perfectly made well, then no one is in need of being fixed. Instead, when you come across someone you care about that seems to be sad or hurting, you can see what is actually going on. They are temporarily lost and confused in their thinking. They're riding their emotional roller coaster, and they also possess the power and ability to self regulate, to heal, and to feel better. They might have to go through what they are going through so that they can come out the other side with greater clarity and confidence. Simply put, what they don't need is you jumping in to save them, fix them and to tell them what they should do, without their permission. How disrespectful, right? You can be with them through their suffering. And you can believe and trust their innate wholeness, their completeness, and their ability to figure things out. And when they are ready, and if they still need it, they will ask for your help. Chances are that they are more open and willing to ask or accept your help when they see the need for it. You see, there's a certain phenomenon that happens when people are exposed to challenging and possibly conflicting thoughts or beliefs, and it's called cognitive dissonance. When you are faced with a fact, a thought or a belief that is opposing something that you're already convinced of, meaning... That is, it is challenging or questioning your understanding, then your mind will look for congruence. It will look for equilibrium between what it knows to be true. So what can happen when someone is hurting and going through something challenging and you jumping in telling them what to do or trying to fix them is that they might not be able to see things your way. They're still in the place of being hurt and going through that. And when you jump in, you trigger their protective mechanism to make sure there's congruence between what they feel and do and with what they're thinking and believing. And when they're faced with this cognitive dissonance, they mainly have two ways to get back to congruence. They can either defend and or justify their behaviour, only making them digging their heels in even deeper, or they can ridicule you or the message. In so doing, if they can ridicule the message or the messenger, they won't have to take them seriously. And so, balance is restored. They can go back to their version of reality. When this happens, you're not achieving what you think you're achieving by jumping in, being as much help as a battering ram is as a doorbell. They simply end up fighting you or convincing themselves of their righteousness. So what can you do if you want to help someone? As I mentioned before, people are more likely to ask for help once they see the need for it. When things are bad enough, they might be open and ready for change. And so, a wisdom that I borrowed from the collective intelligence known as Abraham Hicks can offer some helpful advice here. Don't worry, it will get worse. What that means is, until things are bad enough, they won't actively seek a solution to their predicament. I know better than to engage in a wrestling match of having people defend their limitations, with the risk of simply making them believe in them even more. So when I come in contact with someone who I can't tell if they're ready for change or not, I will not impose my opinions or righteousness thinking that I know what is best for them. I will, however, remind myself of the idea that it will get worse, and if it does, it might be the best thing for them, so that they can open themselves up to receiving help or entertaining a change. It will get worse, or it doesn't. Either way, things are fine. What will happen, will happen. And if you want to be helpful for someone who is in pain, then avoid telling them what to do, and instead, ask questions. In general, we can all benefit tremendously from asking more questions than offering statements, assumptions, or passing judgments. Asking questions can help someone see more for themselves, and in so doing, they might arrive at the insight they need to commit to making a change or to ask for help. I mean, if they can't see that they're in pain, How will they possibly look for a way out of their situation? But when you ask questions, then perhaps they are able to see what they can't see by themselves. And based on what I shared about cognitive dissonance, a question is less likely to trigger their defences. And finally, I assume that the reason for you wanting to help someone is because you care about them briefly or deeply? If it's true that you care about them, then are you willing to care about them even if they don't accept your help? Even if they won't do anything to fix their problems? Even if they won't change? Could you find it in yourself to not only accept them as they are, but even love them for who they are? without them having to be someone else, a person not in pain, or for them to do something else, like seeking help, in order for them to deserve your love or approval. You see, when you get hung up on someone refusing your help, you are preventing yourself from being in harmony with what is in that present moment, that they are not yet ready. But this does not make them less worthy or less lovable. You can still love someone despite them not changing or accepting your help. Because when they feel unconditionally accepted, they might actually decide to make a change. They now don't have to rebel or give up their freedom and so they feel more inclined to explore the possibilities. I already mentioned that there's a reality available to us all where we're all perfectly well made. We're whole, complete, and equal, and in no need of fixing since we're not really broken. And since this is a real possibility, then you can extend your love unconditionally. Loving who they are without the need for things to be a certain way before you give your love. There's an unfathomable healing power in the power of love, in unconditional love. When people feel completely accepted and even loved for who they are, what they are, there's less energy being spent on defending their self-imposed limitations and they become more open to embracing the infinite creativity that is available to them. And they might just open themselves up to receiving help or making a life-changing transformation. So how do you help someone that doesn't want help? Love them regardless. If there's anything more that can be done, It will occur to the both of you to do it. Thanks for listening to Inside the Comfort Zone with me, Adam Kowalik. And I'll be back next week with another regular episode. If you like the show, please follow and rate it on Spotify. And if you have a friend who you think should hear what we spoke about today, please share it with them. The best way to get the episode as soon as possible is to subscribe to Inside the Comfort Zone via Spotify or whatever podcast app you like to use. Check out some of the previous episode by visiting insidethecomfort.zone. Visit the website inside the InsideTheComfort.Zone or click the link in the show notes for a chance to send me your questions and feedback as a voice message. And with your permission, if it's valuable for our listeners, your content might be featured in an upcoming episode. Inside The Comfort Zone was brought to you by Adam Kowalik, life coach, speaker and author on a mission to redefine personal and professional development. Thank you for being you and please keep it up. Talk more soon.